Well, good morning, my brothers and my sisters. And it is a cold morning indeed. But it is still a great day that Father God has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. I mean, the seasons do change. We have summer, winter, fall, and springtime. Guess what? And every season comes with cold or warm or hot. You know, so we have to be all right with that because the seasons do change. The Bible says seasons change, so we know that every season will change. But Father God is still good. I mean, he woke you up this morning, started you on your way. How good is that? Not only did he do that, but he took care of you all last night and took care of your children and your family all last night and then this morning it was not your alarm clock my brothers and my sisters that woke you up it was the breath of father god breathing on you that woke you up this morning and started you on your way well today is another day that father god has made and guess what We are amongst the living. I said we are amongst the living. So we thank Father God for his goodness and his mercy that endureth forever. Well, you know, I started on the podcast, The Will of God, on um, yesterday. And I'm going to continue uh, with The Will of God. And I'm going to start in 2 Kings Eight and seven, and it says the book of Second Kings eight and seven in your Holy Bible. And Elijah came to Damascus, and Benhadad, the king of Syria, was sick, and it was told him, saying, "The man of God to come hither or to come here." And the king said unto Hazael, "Take a present in thine hand and go meet." the man of God, and inquire of the Lord by him, saying, Shall I recover of this disease? Because the king Hazael, the well, Hazael spoke to the king. And the king told Hazael to take a present and go meet the man of God and ask him, inquire of him, The king wanted to know, would he recover from his disease? So Hazael went to meet him, and he took a present with him when he met the man of God. Even of every good thing of Damascus, he took gifts, 40 camels, burden, and came and stood before him and said, Thy son, Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, have sent me to you, saying, Shall I recover of this disease? And verse 10 says in Second Kings, And Elijah said unto him, Go say unto him, Thou mayest certainly recover. Howbeit the Lord hath showed me that he shall surely die. 
And verse 11 says, And he settled his countenance steadfastly. He fixed his gaze until he was ashamed. And the man of God wept. He cried. Because he had to go back and tell the king what Elijah said unto him. And Haziel said, Why weep, my lord? And he answered, Because I know the evil that thou wilt do unto the children of Israel. Their strongholds wilt thou set on fire, and their young men wilt thou slay with the sword, and will dash their children and rip up their women with child. And Haziel said, But what? Is thy servant a dog, that he should do this great thing? And Elijah answered, The Lord hath showed me that thou shalt be king over Syria. Verse 14 says, So he departed from Elijah and came to his master, who said to him, What did Elijah say to you? And he answered, he told me that you shouldest surely recover. And it came to pass on the morrow that he took a thick cloth and dipped it in water and spread it on his face so that he died. And Hazel reigned in his stead. As Elijah had told him, it came to pass that the king did die, and Hazael became the king. And in the fifth year of Joram, the son of Ahab, king of Israel, Jehoshaphat being then king of Judah, Jehoram, the son of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, began to reign. Thirty and two years old was he when he began to reign, and he reigned eight years in Jerusalem. And he walked in the way of the kings of Israel, as did the house of Ahab. For the daughter of Ahab was his wife, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord. Yet the Lord would not destroy Judah, for David, his servant's sake, as he promised him to give him always a light unto his children. My brothers and my sisters, this story tells us what the will of God is and what it was in the king's days. It tells us that Elijah knew what was going to happen. Because when the king sent Hazael to meet with him, he gave him all good gifts and all these 40 camels. And, and he took every precious thing that he had to give to Elijah. And he gave them to him. And then he asked Elijah a question, and he said, The king wants to know, 
will this disease kill him or will he live to see another day? Well, of course, Elijah had to tell him the truth. And Elijah told him, he said, yeah, tell him that he will recover. How be it, the Lord have showed me that he shall surely die. And he settled his countenance steadfastly until he was ashamed. And the man of God wept. Elijah cried after he gave Haziel the truth. He cried. And Haziel asked him, he says, Why weepeth my Lord? And he answered, he said, Because I know. Elijah said, I'm crying because I know the evil that thou would do unto the children of Israel. He said, their strongholds will thou set on fire, and their young men will thou slay with the sword. And it, you will dash their children and rip up their women with child. And Hazel said, but what? Is thy servant a dog that he should do this great thing? And Elijah answered and said, The Lord hath shown me that you shall be king over Syria. So, Haziel departed and came back to his master who said to him, What did Elijah say to you? And he answered, He told me that you would surely recover. And it came to pass, the Bible says, on the morrow, when the Bible says on the morrow, it means later on that he took a thick cloth and dipped it in water and spread it on his face. And he did die. The king died. And Hazel reigned in his stead. So the will of God was that the king would surely die. He would recover. But then, as Elijah told him, that he would die. And then Elijah wept. Why? Because the will of God was going to be done. And Elijah knew what would happen to the people after the will of God was done. See, my brothers and my sisters, we cannot stop the will of God. The will of God will happen whether we want it to or not. There's nothing that we can do about it. I said there's nothing that we can do about the will of Father God. Now, it goes on to say, Yet, the Lord, in verse 19, it goes on to say after... Um, 
Hazael became king, and then the fifth year of Jerom, the son of Ahab, the king of Israel, Jehoshaphat being the king of Judah. And then it skips down and say, 30 and two years old was he when he began to reign, and he reigned eight years in Jerusalem. And then it says, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord. Yet, the Lord would not destroy Judah for David, his servant's sake, as he promised him to give him always a light and to his children. When it says that in verse 19, you say, well, what did David have to do with this? Well, I'm glad you asked. David is the perfect will of God. God, Father God made David a promise long before this time. And he promised David to give him always a light and to his children. So the perfect will of God even years after David was that Father God keep his promise to David and Father God kept his promise to David because the Bible says yet the Lord would not destroy Judah for David his servant's sake. The perfect will of God means that God will continue to keep his promise, my brothers and my sisters. Now, I'm going to continue with the Will of God series because people need to know the difference between the will of God and the perfect will of God. We will continue this series on the rest of the week, maybe the rest of the month. It just depends on what Father God wants me to do. And the Holy Spirit will lead me and guide me in the correct way of doing it. Well, as I always say, if this Bible study has been a blessing to you or has made you think differently or want to continue to study the Word of God, go ahead and become a supporter of this podcast. As I've always told you, everything costs money in this world today. There is nothing that is free. I said there is nothing that is free. And also, when you go to church, you give a offering, right? Because even the church is not free. They have to run on electricity. They have to have water. Well, and they have to pay the pastor. Huh? So, nothing is free. If you want to support this podcast, please do so. At the end of the podcast, there will be a link for you to support this podcast. A donation or whatever you want to give. Father God has been good to me, so... I'm not asking just because. I'm asking because if you bless me, 
and the word has been faithful, you bless and you become blessed. Now, don't get it twisted. You don't have to give me anything to be blessed because Father God blesses who he wants to bless. But if it's in your heart and you want to support this ministry, please do. Or this podcast, please do. Well, you all have a blessed and wonderful day. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.